What is going on, CCC community? Convicted Christian community. What is happening, people? How we doing? How we doing? How we doing? How we doing? All right. What are we doing today? We're catching up. <laughs> straight into it. Let's get straight into it. Straight into it. Straight into it. Tell me about. Are oh, you went away for a bit of a trip out of town with your work? Yeah. How that? How that? Last um, minute little. Yeah. Uh, expedition. My boss hit me up. Hmm. <laughs> and he was like, "What do you do next week? Do you want to go out to the sticks?" I'm like, "Sticks for us means like out country." Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, "Sure, man. Why not?" So yeah, I was only there for two days, man. Can I show you? The weather was unreal when I was there. Good, Look. good unreal? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, amazing, man. Because we've had a bit of a cold. Oh, my gosh. We've run out of content so much so that we're talking about weather on this channel. <laughs> so, how's the weather? How's the weather today? <laughs> yeah. Little mild. <laughs> a little rainy today, Steve. Wow, that's beautiful. And it's a, yeah. it's a beautiful part of um, uh, our state, isn't state. it? That, yeah. Fantastic, oh, fantastic. Did, Beaches. You, did you see the sunset? So oh, beautiful. I drove like half an hour out to mm. this place. Because it's well known for beautiful sunsets, man. The thing that strikes me is just look at that. Oh, yeah. It's how much we take for granted. Mm. Sunsets, man. Like, I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a simple person, but I love that. It like, yeah, it just takes no. me somewhere, man. Yeah. That place that I was at, no, no reception, mm. no internet. So I couldn't, you know, Instagram the photo. Yeah, I was literally <laughs> sitting on the top of my car, man. Yeah, right. And just taking it in. Beautiful. You look, you look, you look super lonely. <laughs> I'm not gonna. You look super. You reckon, yeah, you're maybe because I'm just contemplating, man. I was just like, this is You look so lonely. Honestly, think the most accessible and free drug in the world mm. is a sunset or sunrise. That's deep. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. First, man. Honest Ooh. to God, like it just go and catch. If you haven't done it in a while, go catch a sunset mm. or a sunrise, man. It just it literally just takes you to a point of presence with God. Yeah. That transcends anything. You know, it just speaks into any situation. Like wow. the simple thing of creation, man, mm. is like we got to we just got to absorb it, absorb it? it more. Yeah. Since we're talking about like sentimental stuff, I when I first saw the shooting star, oh, the what? I had the chills, man. A, a shooting star. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. crazy. I, right? I was looking up in the sky for a long time, and it was just mm. like it was already beautiful, and I shed a tear. I wow. did. Like it, like like a tear just came out of my eyes. I think it's good like doing that stuff though, you know? Taking in taking in creation, man. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely agree. And that's you know, we we need that. I I definitely feel the need for that. I try to go away at least once every 6 or 8 weeks, 2 months. Yeah. Somewhere like get a little Airbnb, you know, hang out yeah. with my friends and it's just good, do hey? something. Yeah. yeah. Even just like I've got a pretty big backyard and I try to do like a bonfire or something yeah. as well. That's always nice. Yeah. Try to do something with the nature. Too many, too much time spent in front of screens. Screens, man. Yeah, that's all. Like, I, I live really close to the beach, and I just love going and going to the beach and just catching the sunset, man. Can't even remember the last time I've been to the beach. Yeah, yeah. This week, man. Let's go. Weather. Yeah, we'll do yeah, it. Yeah, we'll go. We'll, go. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. Two yeah. heterosexual male at a beach watching the sunset. <laughs> it's good. It's good. N- not tearing up. Let's get to the topic. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just looking at this uh, quote that we found out the other day, Tell me. which I think is really interesting. Mm. Christianity is the most ethically diverse. Ethnically diverse. Try that again. Let's try that again. Christianity is the most ethically diverse. Ethnically diverse. Let's try that again. Try that again. <laughs> Christianity is the most ethnically diverse, socioeconomic, broad, 
historically diverse religion or movement in the history of the world. It's a religious say, movement, is it? I want to say that again. Christianity is the most ethnically diverse, socioeconomically broad, historically diverse religion or movement in the history of the world. Movement, just a movement, well, not a religious no, 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 no. movement. It says religion or movement. Religion or movement. So why they're highlighting that is because it's not just talking about religions. So you know how you got the like, let's just say now we've got the Me Too movement, uh, Black women, Lives Matter movement, Black Lives Matter women's mm. equalization and stuff like that. Mm. So it's talking about not just religion; it's just talking about movements. It's mm. talking about ideals. Mm. <laughs> you could even take like you know NBA or mm. people that love. A particular artist like yeah. that movement of what they do the ccc yeah that as well <laughs> it's saying you're trying to say that amongst religion or movements wow everything anything and everything in the whole world that actually has influence christianity is most ethnically diverse it penetrates into all socioeconomic hmm. uh, living standards historically diverse religion or movement uh, that's what we're going to try, try and pack a little bit today. Like, what does it actually mean? Look, I've I've had so much experience in my life. I like to think so anyway um, on that. I'll give you one example. I went to Shanghai to live there about a year when I was in university. And I went to this international church and there were pews in there. And we spoke English, but I kid you not, in a, in a row of like, how many people sit on a pew? <laughs> it's like a Christian math question, isn't it? <laughs> uh, how many people sit on a pew? Like eight or nine people? Yeah. Or yeah. Depending on how long your, your, you know, pews are set up. Not one per, not two people were from the same country. Mm. On like, like you know, given week, I tried to look down the line, and be like, okay, where's everyone from? And there's literally people from everywhere. Like, at this when, church, yeah, at this church. So I, when I went to church, like you know, locally here in Australia, I'm like, oh yeah, it's a church of my city in in Australia, mm. and I'm just like, well, okay, whatever. Like, and then I went there. I'm like, I didn't know Christians existed. Uh, this part of the world as well, which is a dumb thing to say, but it it, can't, it hits you, man. It hits you when you have that experience. Mm. I also sometimes feel that when I go to like this mad, like big altogether Christian stuff that happens within like our state capital and and you meet and you see like thousands of Christians there, right? I think we had like Frank Graham. Is that his name? The son? Billy's son? Uh, I think it's Frank. Billy Graham's son. Yeah, I think it is. Frank. I think it's yeah. Frank. Anyway, when Frank Graham came around, mm. I think we were in this like arena packed out tens of yeah. 10,000 people plus, right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I did not know there were this many Christians in my town. Like, mm. you know, it's, it just it just takes you right back. But yeah, but yeah it's, it is diversity is definitely. That's it, man. Like even the like Hillsongs, whenever Hillsongs has those conferences yeah. or Planet Shakers. Yeah, yeah. But even I remember reading an article a while ago about when, you know, the Hillsong Church in New York? Yeah. When they opened up um, and I know they're going through a bit of a tricky time at the moment with their, their pastor. Really? Yeah. I don't know what's going on. The pastor's had a bit of a fallout, but... More on that later. More on that later. Just mm. be praying for that church, man. Like yeah. People stay true and um, through this rocky time. That's it. But I remember reading this article and it was talking about how it, it was such a different movement in New York. It was in... It's near Broadway and all that, you know, like a really... Like the hot um, spot. The, the hot spot of, yeah. like, culture. And it was saying that people of all different, like, types of people were walking into that church. Yeah. And this person who wrote it was a non-Christian and they were just amazed mm. that this, this place that people are coming, like lining up like they would for Hamilton, a musical, mm. walking into this church and they're people from all different types, different socioeconomic, like racial, uh, di- like a very diverse that, group yeah. of people. And exactly I right. That. I was like, man, that's cool. Mm. In New York, which is in the West. But what this article is talking about is not just wet, like the Western. Oh, yeah. 
society. Mm. Um, and I think one of the reasons why we wanted to talk about this is that we hear a lot within Christian communities and even uh, secular people talking about how Christianity and Westernization are mm. the same thing. And that actually Westernization, Christianity is influencing all these other cultures in a negative way. Mm. Um, and that's why I, I thought reading this article, is it's basically saying the opposite of that. Mm. And when we look a little bit deeper into that, like which we're going to do now, is like we look back in the uh, the Old Testament, um, and you look at like the region of where the the Bible is set. Yeah. For one thing, surprise, surprise, Jesus is always depicted as a white male mm. yeah. in all the pictures we see. Yeah. He was white. Mm. Bombshell number two. Yeah. We're gonna have a lot of bombshells in this <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he 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 grew up in like not a white area. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly right. Some people think he's black. Some people do. Yeah. Yeah. Some people think he's Spider-Man in disguise as well. Okay. <laughs> we don't we don't want to mislead our listeners. <laughs> we don't want to mislead me. <laughs> but yeah, like he's he's definitely not not white. He's from like a Middle Eastern region. He That's crazy. Yeah. In Jewish territory. Very true. He grew up in a time where the Roman Empire was huge. Mm. Huge. They I think had Probably like the second largest dominion in terms of empires in that time. Mm. And he grew up in this area that was being surrounded by it. Roman. Uh, you know, when we look at the Bible, we look at like the, the power of the Roman people. Mm. But I was writing some stuff on that piece of paper. of Actually, Rome is really influential to, to us as a society now mm. in everything. So even in terms of education, mm. uh, like law, justice... Democracy. Economy, democracy. Yeah, yeah. A lot of that came from that. So it, mm. it, it was such a rich environment. Yeah. But a big thing in that as well, that small things that we miss out on in the Bible is that actually the Roman people had no respect whatsoever for, for women mm. or for kids. Mm. In fact, like in infant, infanticide, <laughs> yeah, infant, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> was huge in that time. Mm. Kids were like treated like slaves. Mm. And dreamer, like in the Gospels, Jesus. Has a kid. Mm. He's teaching the kids, and they're like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, very, very controversial, very countercultural. So controversial. And he said, mm. "Like these, these guys are just as important. Mm. Nurture them." Yeah. So countercultural. Yeah. To the time that I lived in. The the example of a good Samaritan is actually a, a, that's mm. like a very that's spoken to a very racist audience. Actually, they yeah. th- they thought they thought very lowly of the Samaritans, mm. and some of the examples that he gave. Before, because so the Samaritan is a third character that comes in, mm. well, that walks past the um, yeah. the, the sick person, right? Yeah. The, the one that needs help. And the previous two are, you know, a lot more well regarded. They're more respected, more approved racially, status wise, everything. Mm. And then, and then the Samaritan comes along and that helps them out. So that's like a real, that's a real game changer of it in itself. So from the get go, we're also seeing that there is a it, theologically speaking, mm. this movement was intentionally. An ethnically set. diverse, socioeconomically. Yeah, I was trying to set apart. Yeah. Yeah. Naturally, I was looking, I was going to say, we even step back further when you go into Genesis. Mm. I'm going to put up Genesis 11, right? Talks about how Genesis 11, now the whole world had one language and a common speech, right? So basically, they're all united. Yeah. And this is where we see they're trying to build that tower, to, tower to, of Babel, trying to, to get to heaven. Yeah. And Jesus scatters them. So the Lord scattered them from there all over the earth and they, were, and they stopped building the city, mm. right? From there, the Lord scattered them over the face of the whole earth. That's a punishment though. Yeah. Yeah. Because they they 
we're trying to take away from the element of God. Mm. So God punishes him. Mm. But he still has this divine desire mm. to unite his people. Yeah. And we uh, see that in uh, in Revelation. Yeah. Let me just pull it up. Yeah, Revelation 7. No, a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language will worship Jesus. Mm. He wants his people to be united. Mm. My question, Kay, is, is do, do we look like a united group? I've seen footy clubs better united than some churches. Um, but it, it's, it's, I think Christians struggle to be united. Uh-huh. Christians struggle to be united. Like, let's just start there. Because we're very, very different people. You know, you've, you've got fobs that are completely Asian, right? You know, all the way to blokey blokes who, you know, like it's just, it, it's hard. It's, it's hard. There is such a diversity. It, I think, almost points to Jesus and the fact that there is divine elements in Christianity in the fact that we see there's a huge diversity in that. So it's not just some cultural thing, some pattern of life. Or anything like that. Some people might say, oh, but like there's no sexual diversity in it and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, even in that sense, we're being more inclusive, I'd say, than mm. than the latter. Because people think like, oh, Christians just hate, you know, homosexual people or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it, the the opposite actually quite, is quite true. We know what's right and wrong, but the thing is we're taught to love either mm. way. And there's there are ways that we are being more inclusive in that regard as well. Yeah, yeah. It's not a progressive thing because... It is. It's a truth thing because that's how we ought to be. It's not. It's not how we're evolving because God's gospel doesn't evolve. It's. It's true and it will remain true and it will be the same. Mm. Gee, this is very offensive to some, isn't it? What I'm saying, mm. but it doesn't matter because you know we stand by it. So the thing is, yeah. So there, there is a lot of that inclusion, and we are playing with a group of people that are just extremely hard to. Hard to gel. I mean, it, you and I are a good example. Just, just based on our characters, we've struggled mm. to be with the other 99% of the church, for example. Mm. But I think that almost is, yes, we are divided, but it's, almost, it's a challenge for God to say, look, come, become united. Mm. And I don't think it means we got to become like a North Korean army with the same haircuts, walking <laughs> the same or whatever. But it's, it's, more, it's more that we hold the primary truth yeah, yeah. Yeah, as a common unity. Mm. But express ourselves in different. A good, a good example. I went to multiple churches speaking different languages, even different languages, right? So yeah, it's, oh, it's a, yeah. Speaking in tongues or no, like oh, as in like uh, as in like you know languages, yeah. languages yeah, like yeah, yeah. A, like of countries right around yeah. the world. Right. So look, it's impossible that like a, an English speaking person who doesn't speak any other language can go to like a German or French speaking church and be able to do like it's just yeah, it's yeah. just not going to happen, right? Yeah. So the language is is divided. We've seen it happen since the Tower of Babel, right? Mm. So. It's hard, but even within those language groups, there's there, there are diversities. And you know what? They're all culturally slightly different. I would say it's broken because of the culture, sort of cultural setting. <laughs> but in the same sense, I can see God approach these cultures in different ways as well. Yeah. So the fact that God exists and he's reaching out to the peoples of the world, mm. I think is what unifies. And yes, there is a language divide, but I think... Um, it's never supposed to be easy though. That's the thing. Yeah. When you said be united, mm. I don't think God's just going. You know what? Like, it's going to be an easy ride. Mm. Like, you got to work for it. Mm. And and I think that's also a good thing is that we got to work to to be united because mm. you know we're never going to reach that pinnacle till we come to heaven. Mm. But amongst that, like, I see, I see actually a, a need for us to strive for that. Mm. You know, and I, I don't, I don't mean to just 
bang out um, Western people in this. But, you know, if we do have people listening from different ethnicities and stuff from the East or wherever, like, yeah, I think they should also spend some time like investing into getting to know a Western understanding of Christianity Mm. because surprise, surprise, Western Christianity is not the perfect Christianity. No. Eastern uh, Christianity is not the perfect. You know what I mean? But there's elements of that that's so pure and good that you don't want to go get rid of it. And that's why like a lot of people go like, oh, you know, these missionaries that go into these other countries, they they, they don't understand the culture. They're just bringing Western, Mm. Westernization to it. And they might be. You know, if you're a missionary, listen on that, like, heed those words. Mm. Don't just go into, you know, an Eastern culture and say, you know, the whole idea of, like, pride and shame is stupid. Mm. You guys got to stop. Like, you're acting like kids don't, you know. Yeah, yeah. Imagine telling that to, to Asian culture where that's so inherent. Yeah. What you got to do is you got to understand that. Yeah. And then how does the gospel play into that? Yeah. You know, mm. that fits into that understanding. Mm. You know, you can't just go to, like, and this is, you know, Asian people that live in, Western society, like how many times have you had, you know, pastors come up to you and be like, you know what, maybe you should just ditch your career and go into vocational ministry. Mm. And that's a really positive thing for mm. sure. Mm. But they're not spending time actually getting to know you, mm. you know, where like what happens when you talk to your mom about that or your dad about that, Yeah, you know, and that whole idea of like honor oh, shame, mm. you know, oh man, but parents probably would really struggle with thinking about you going to vocational ministry. There's a struggle, that yes. That whole conversation's got to be there, mm. you know, mm. even for like, you know, Asian people living in a Western society. Yes. So we kind of find that, you know, Westernization is not the same as Christianization. Mm. And that's what, that's the beauty of church. When I look at church and I look at people of different cultures, yeah. I'm like, man, that's that is that's it. It's not Westernization, it's Christianization. Well, exactly right. And, and Westernization is actually often quite evil. Mm-hmm. And the lack of Christianization is quite evil. Like if you look at, for example, the stolen generation, like here in Australia, we we, oh, we talk about that a lot. And yeah. they use religion as, as part of the yeah. movement. And that was very disgusting to see. Very, very disappointing. Yeah. But yeah, just that Westernization just ruins a lot of stuff yeah. there. And shout out to any Aboriginal listeners out there. Yeah, yeah big respect for you guys. Just people, man. Mm. We, we love you guys. Mm. If yeah, if you actually listen in on this, like hit us up. We'd love to hear your story. Exactly right. I've I've also been recently... Speaking to a, an Australian Indigenous person, and um, uh, oh, their their discussion of faith is um, was was extremely encouraging. Christian person, of course, yeah, very awesome. very encouraging. And there was something that they shared about their uh, what what's called the dreaming. And I don't, and I know there's a lot of divide on this or whatever, but yeah. it's, it's their religion. But it's very in touch with nature, yeah. and there's a lot of Christian undertones under mm. w- with that, even if it didn't receive all of that. Yeah, Western literature. Yep. If that makes sense. Yes. Another really interesting story that a pastor once shared with us was um, there was this island that was never visited. Like no civilization has hit it. Mm. But there were like these tribes that were living in there. And there was like an elder of that tribe who who has been receiving prophecies saying that someone of a, a like like a, a white figure will come with golden leaves and it will contain the truth of salvation. Yeah, I right? heard this story. Yeah. yeah. And then... And then, like, years down the track, this white guy from Europe came on a boat and he opened up the Bible. And you know how the edges of the Bible is, like, is golden? Yeah, so yeah. they're like, oh, this is a golden leaf. And they, yep. they just basically subscribed to the entire Christian idea straight away. Mm. And they made it more about the scripture and what's yeah. being shared. Um, and he was just a messenger for it. So I think mm. I think if, if we were to limit God's prophecies and sort of what oh and i've got to be really careful when I say this, to simply just the Bible and he doesn't work outside of that, that's rubbish. Like, God still works wonders and miracles prophecies and and you know and what you can see from it yeah. in other exciting 
areas that we in our westernized brains often cannot comprehend. So yeah, it, it transcends beyond that for sure. Yeah. And like looking at the early church, like how it grew up, <laughs> it grew up in so many different cultures. Oh yeah. Like Iran, Iraq, Turkey, Egypt. And look, there were, there were pain points with that as well. You realize yeah. Yeah. people were struggling. So like, in, in some sense, God's been gracious in that we probably are getting better. Don't you think so? Compared, I mean, we, we, we criticize it all the time. It's like, oh, you go to church and, you know, the Asian people not talking to white people, white people not talking to the black people, blah, blah, blah. And, I, you know, a bit exaggerated there. But, like, we talk about that all the time. But, you know, we're not wielding swords at each other. Mm. Praise God for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, the, when, I, when I look at this, I don't go, man, at church. Uh, they, they're not doing that. I'll go, man, the church is doing that. And that's when I hear listeners quote, I'm like, it struck me, man. Mm. It struck me because really Christianity speaks into every situation. Look at the, uh, when Philip meets the Ethiopian eunuch, right? This okay. dude, this dude, um, this is an axe. Mm. Like, well, early in, in the piece, back, Matthew 28, we'll go back a bit, when Jesus says, make disciples of all nations, mm. right? Mm. And then the early church is starting in Acts and they, they're just on fire, man. I'm actually going to be reading through Acts in my own personal time because, yeah, I just want to be reinvigorated by mm. that early church yeah. and that movement. But Philip's just walking along and he's, he comes to, to this place where this Ethiopian eunuch, this guy of high prestige, honor, academically smart, you mm. know, profound guy. Yeah. He's reading Isaiah. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. And you've got to think about the ability for him to read this Either the, the scriptures would have been in his language mm. or someone had translated it. Just think about that. Yeah. Back in that day, that Isaiah, these these old books that we read now, mm. was also being translated so people could read. Yeah. Thousands of years ago. Comes up to this guy and he's like, oh, what are you reading? And he's got some questions about what it says. Yeah. Because the scripture he's reading, I can't remember what it was, but it, it, it's talking about Jesus. Yeah. Philip explains it to him. Mm. Hey, this is talking about Jesus and this is Jesus' life. And that person becomes a Christian. Yeah, right. That day, he's like, how do I believe? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. This is an Ethiopian guy. And then you look at Ethiopia and the history of Ethiopia from there. Mm. is like Ethiopia and Eritrea. Eritrea? Am I saying that correctly? I don't know. Just like the history of how they're like Christianity in that place, man. Mm. Um, and I only found out this out recently when we were looking at some stuff into it is Augustine. Mm. is one of the most uh, well-known mm. theologians yeah. that we can still listen to today. I'll just like pull up some of the quotes he says, like, yeah. patience is a companion of wisdom. Yeah, okay. It was pride that changed angels into devils. Mm. It is humility that makes men as angels. Wow. Faith is to believe what you do not yet see. The reward for this faith is to see what you believe. Oh, oh yeah. bars this man. Yeah, this guy. Man, he was from sit Africa, back down, man. Drake. <laughs> exactly. This guy was from Africa. Yeah, right. He was born in Africa and he lived his life there. Mm. Right? Mm. I honestly, like, when I picture people talking about this guy, I think of a Roman Vatican. Mm. Uh, he actually grew up in like the African culture, mm. that nature. Mm. And he's given us some of the most well-known teachings wow. of our time. Mm. Consistently through history, we look at how the, the Christianity actually speaks into all different uh, cultures. Mm. You know, Jesus, he spends time with the, like, people of all uh, racial yeah. cultures, but also something we haven't talked about is the socioeconomic mm. cultures, where Jesus was hanging with people who were completely poor, had nothing. Mm. You know, how many movements go, you know what, we want to be really influential. Mm. We're going to hang out with people who have nothing mm. and have no say. 
mm. that no one cares about in society. Yeah. Yeah, Christianity speaks into that. Well, Jesus, well, at the well, who is he talking to? A prostitute, a woman. Yeah. Right. A woman, prostitute. Yeah, and and a woman of no, no, and every every man, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah it's, it's Why crazy. is that significant? Because back in that day, you you don't you ever don't hang out with hang, those people. Exactly right. <laughs> it's just it was just weird. Um, oh, look, ab- absolutely right. Um, biggest church in the world in Korea. Right. Yeah. Really. It's in Korea. North Korea. South Korea. South Korea. <laughs> South Korea. Unreal. That's, yeah, that's unreal. Cool, yeah, man. biggest church in the world is in South Korea. Yeah. It's it's unreal. Uh, it, there's there's a lot of diversity in Christianity. Yeah. I, look, I get pretty salty, though, at the calling of... Not not the calling. The calling's fine. It's just, it's just our response to that calling that I get a bit salty on. It's, it's, yeah, it's still that unifying nature of Christianity. Mm. We got A, ugh, ugly topic, denominations. <laughs> <Yeah. Blah. laughs> B, even if we set that aside... The fact that a church is diverse, we need to be more unified in in, in even the regular churches we go to. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I think we need a lot of work there. Yeah, and that, still, that's why I thought this would be a great topic to talk about because mm. I hope just like me and Kay, you've you've been really empowered and encouraged in being reminded that oh, yeah, man, Christian actually speaks into every situation mm. as a person, mm. as a human being. There's no element of Christianity that that the gospel doesn't identify with, mm. you know, and that's something to be so uh, proud of, mm. you know, and actually be bold and stand firm in that, yeah. you know, mm. that you, you believe in a movement. We don't call it movement. We call it relationship yeah. with God, you know, that speaks into every single situation, every person in the world. It's unreal. But the reason that we didn't want to talk about this was that I also really want to encourage our churches, you know, and like you know, the church I go to, like uh, after listening to this stuff. I want to go and have some chats with people and help me and help them look at what, what, what does a church unified in this look like? Because I think what we've been talking about is like, you know, we look at other cultures and be like, actually, you know, Christianity has really stayed in that place mm. without Westernization. Yeah. You know, I still encourage, you know, Christians in Western cultures, think about mission, go and be the, go and be a witness. Yeah. We need more Christians out there everywhere. Mm. Yeah. And actually, feel that from the east, and you want to come to the west and teach us what to do. Come, come, come we need you. Seriously, do it. Seriously, we need you yeah. guys. We need you to tell us what's up. Yeah, praise <laughs> God if you come. <laughs> but uh, you know, I look at that and I'm like, in in our churches now, I would love for us to live this out. This quote: Christianity being the most ethnically diverse, socioeconomic, historically diverse. That I don't know if I should. You seen that video? I might have sent it to you of this this dude talking about church and he talks about it being a place for like the hospitalized like the broken yeah yeah not yeah. a place for the the healthy yeah the healthy it's yeah, a place yeah. for the broken yeah that's what I like i love church and when i look at jesus when he hangs out with the prostitute when the tax collect with the tax collector yeah. and people are like bro what are you doing hanging out with them mm. he, he he loves them yeah you know and I, I would love when i look at church is that we are people that are, are hanging out with the ABCs. Mm. So we're from Australia, so ABC stands for Australian-born uh, Chinese. Australian-born Chinese. Yeah, could be even American-born Chinese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys can adopt that saying. Mm. Um, people like from African, people from uh, subcontinental. Mm. You know, just from every uh, like Latin America. Mm. You know, Europeans mm. that we're all just hanging out, and we speak different, we sound different. Yeah, we look different. We look different. Yeah. You know, one guy might be wearing really raggedy clothes because yeah. he literally can't afford to go to Kmart and, yeah. and buy $5 t-shirts, Yeah, right? Yeah. 
that's all we can but you're hanging out with him because you know when you look at that person you see the love of jesus in that yeah oh, and yeah. grace just abounds so, i would love for church to be like man that Pick that and, and run with it. I'm just going to call some groups out. Oi, Singaporean and Malaysian people, why do you only hang out with each other, man? <laughs> Seriously, stop doing that. All right? Do you reckon it's only them? Uh, uh, you know what? They're, they're probably the strongest. But in saying that, yeah, there's other cultures as yeah, well. Yeah. Sorry I, I, I picked on you guys. But you guys but, but are pretty bad. That's what you can see. In, that's in, what in, I can in see. Yeah, in my, yeah. in my environment. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry to give you guys so much hate. Um, <laughs> but seriously, stop being such a click. If, you, if you're in a church and you look to your left and you look to your right, Unless you speak a different language, right? Yeah. But like, you know, you know, an English speaking church in a diverse like setting like Australia yeah. or even in America. Mm. And all you see are like the same people from the same country. Like, come on. Yeah. Come, you, 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 you're selling yourself short there, mate. Mm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, like God's love is so much greater than that. And yeah. I, I was thinking about this as well. Like where part of the reason why I think some, some of us don't really hang out with like the people from other people groups is mm. because we can't relate with them. Yeah. And that relate means like I have to somehow understand their problems and their culture and, and things like that. Mm. But and, and I think that comes back as some sort of pressure. So it, it might be one of the one of the scenarios could be that I'm talking to somebody who's not from where I'm from and then I go, oh geez, I feel like I've got no really value to no real value to give to this person because I don't know what's up with this person's mm. mind. But like you're not the you don't have to do all of that and have a beautiful, beautiful relationship with it. There's still the fact that you're both children of Christ. Yeah. And so you kind of lift that burden off your shoulder a bit. Mm. That's what I like about Christian relationships, even yeah. though two people might be from completely different settings. Mm. So I speak I speak a little bit of Chinese, right? And when I speak to the Chinese people, they think I'm not all quite there yet, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a few screws uh, loose. Uh, a few screws <laughs> loose. How do you say that in Chinese? Someone tell me. So, so, just leave a comment or something. <laughs> but basically, it's like, it's like, well, what? Um, it's okay because we're still encouraged by the same thing. Yeah. We still both love Jesus. Our interpretations can also be a little bit different as well, mm. which then gets a little bit interesting. Mm. But at the end of the day, like we 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 gotta stop giving ourselves so much pressure. Mm. I think that's yeah. a good place to start. And then the next bit is stop being so freaking clicky. Yeah, because yeah. it's not just people from a country that go to heaven. Because if you're so clicky about it now, what are you going to do when you get into heaven and there's all these other people uh, around the world? Yeah, They're like, sorry, can't talk to you. The Asians over there, the uh, Indians over and there, and the Latin Americans, you stay over there. Yeah, and then the Chinese don't, over there, and like, don't, don't, don't talk to each other. You want to give him sushi? No, no, you can't. You can't. You, gotta, you, gotta you can't have sushi. <laughs> We're having fruit today. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> having some bangers and mash. <laughs> Do you, do you know what? Actually, that's pretty smart because God, God, God is offering fruit at heaven yeah, yeah. because everyone can eat it. Yeah, dude. Everyone just loves it. Yo, did we just come up with an idea? Food, man. That's how you get cultures to mingle. Your yeah, food. Yeah. I don't what, think I don't. What Western dude's going to turn down sushi? Right? Uh, yeah. What Asian person is going to turn down bangers and mash? Probably 99%. Of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I got a story though about that. I can I can understand that it would be it's really hard to, you know, try and communicate with people that aren't similar in terms of a vibe. Mm. But I I recently caught up with a guy from Japan. Oh yeah. You know I met him um, at this church I was visiting. I've I've met him only a few times playing soccer. Mm. Like we just have some mutual friends and he and he comes along. And he's the sweetest guy, man. And he's the way he speaks. He always speaks like this. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I'll, I'll call him. Call him. Call him John. I'm like, hey, John, like, do you follow the soccer? And he's like, yes, I do. Yes, yes. Who do you go for? Uh, yes, uh, Manchester United. Yeah, thank you. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, he's, just, he's, just, he's just the nicest dude, man. Yeah. 
but you know, I was like, you know, we, we don't we don't really have all the same interests and stuff. But yeah. as I was starting to get to to know him and chat in, and obviously it was me uh, leading that, right? yeah, yeah, because I'm a an, an a, you know I'm a local here, mm. and he's not, so he's obviously intimidated a bit. Mm. But man, his story is just unreal. He just started sharing his Christian story for me with me, yeah, and you know, a, a Christian in Japan, I think. Christianity in Japan is just such an interesting. They've got a lot of mm. history there, Mm-mm. which is quite fascinating. Mm. But I was just so touched by this guy, man. And we just connected on stuff. Like, right? He looks different. You know, he may sound different to me. Mm. But, you know, he loves soccer. He loves basketball. Loves Jesus. Loves Jesus. And yeah. we just we just chat, man. Yeah. It's not like free-flowing conversations. But, yeah. you know, every time I see him, I'm like, yeah, John, how you going? Yeah. Very good. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's beauty in, in diversity for sure. Yeah. And often, I don't know, like knowing somebody too well can be a little bit crap too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, there's, there's joy in learning something new about somebody else. Yeah. And I just think it's fascinating that crazy, enormously different cultures can still understand and be attracted by the same things about Jesus. Oh, mm. can you believe that? Wow. Crazy. Yeah, it's 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 unreal. It's unreal. Actually, think about what Kay just said, Mm. right? Mm. Dwell on that because more dwelling it, man, I'm just amazed at the beauty of God. Mm. You know, that God in all His eternal mercy and grace decided that we are His people. Yeah, (laughs) you know, whatever you look like, Mm. He looks at you and He says, "I want you." I want you so much, I'm going to send my son down yeah. to die for you, mm. to rise, so you can have life with me, mm. and you can live in eternity. And that, that revelations, I, I can't wait for that day. Mm. And you know what? Again, you know, we've challenged churches, but let me finish with this encouragement, that when you look out on your community, if, if you don't have Christians from different cultures, go, go and evangelize and get, get Christians from other cultures. If you do... Be reminded of this quote next time you're at church, just look around. Or if you go to a conference, like you were saying, okay, and you're actually surrounded by people of thousands, thousands of Christians from different denominations yeah. and cultures, socioeconomic stuff. Remember Revelation 7 9. Great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language mm. will be singing, Holy, Holy, Holy. Amen. Oh, is the Lord Almighty. Amen. Oh, How beautiful is that? When I look around at conferences and I see people worshiping God, in different tongues, different languages, I just get such an overwhelming love mm. of Jesus in that. Praise God. And I can't wait for the day where, you know, where we get to do that mm. all the time. Praise God. All the time, man. Yeah. So Christianity, it is the most ethnically diverse. Mm. Did I say it right that time? That, well done. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Going somewhere. Nailed it. Socioeconomic just speaks into all different demographics in that way. Historically diverse, you know. Think about people thousands of years ago to now into thousands of years in the future are all going to believe this exact same thing mm. that stays the same, mm. even with culture changing around you. Yeah. If you find kind of struggling with uh, some of the stuff going around with the the culture at the moment, if you're an old person listening to this, firstly, can we say thank you? Thank you. We love, we love old people as well. Yeah. We love having listeners from all different yep. different types. But if you're an older person and you're really afraid of what you think society looks like now and you're really afraid of where it's going to go just be reminded man christianity speaks into that yeah it's spoken to your uh culture 50 years ago when you've grown up mm. spoken to your parents 
you know, 200 years ago when slavery was huge, Christianity spoke into that. Mm. You know, spoke so much into that that the biggest movers, you know, unfortunately the biggest movers in, in slave Soviet came from Western Christian dominant countries. Mm. But the things that changed that, shaped that culture came from Christianity. Yeah. You know, we are broken. I want to look at uh, uh, cultures in, in other countries where Western Westernization Christianity has played a detrimental effect and acknowledge that. And we can't shy away from it. You mm. know, the fact that actually there's broken people in power, mm. you know, Christians have abused that. Mm. You know, we're talking about Australian culture before, but I also want to look at the beauty of Christianity and how that actually speaks into all situations. Yeah, keep man. pursuing that. Keep being a witness. Keep sharing the gospel because mm. uh, it is the most pure thing, the pure, most pure religion or movement in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. Let's pray. Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much that you are a universal God transcending through all ethnicities and socioeconomic backgrounds and demographics. We remember your people, that wherever they are, that, uh, that they will continue to put their faith in Christ. Thank you that even through your people, you, you glorify yourself um, and for us to be in awe of your, of your universal sovereignty. I remember those people who are in persecution as well because of this fact that they are diverse. We also pray for those people who are attending just regular churches in a, in a you know, pretty normal surrounding, that we will be more loving, we will be more open to that diversity, to welcome all just like you did. Mm. Thank you, Jesus, for dying, not just me or some other person, but for everyone mm. in this world. And pray that more and more we'll, more we'll come to know that amazing grace is in Jesus. And then we pray, amen. amen. CCC, amen. thank you so much for tuning in. Peace out. See you next time.